lemonade, simply, simply raspberry, <laughs> and a little bit of the apple mar- vodka that I have. Ooh. I love Here's how Shantae over there. does the remix. Shantae be remixing all the <laughs> They always say, utilize what you have. It's true. That's very mm-hmm. true. I was going to use the lime, but I was just like, she didn't put lime in the recipe. So like. <laughs> <laughs> I think lime would work. Yeah. Lime and raspberries is a good combo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, citrus, citrus, citrus is citrus. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> What you drink is that you're not supposed to even freaking drink unless it's grand. I'm not. I am drinking. Um, I am drinking pink lemonade until my friend comes by and drops off some orange juice for me. That's good. I, at the doorstep. You- yep. I'm leaving uh-huh. cash in my mailbox for her. She's bringing me orange juice and Mucinex and Tamarin. Tamarin. <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is. Yeah. Because yep. it was. It wasn't enough for me to get COVID. I got to start my fucking period. Nature saying, "Fuck you." Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. to another episode of Unapologetically She. This is your girl Shantae, aka Shantizi. We are in episode 11, officially episode 11. We have done 11 episodes and interviews. So if you're just tuning in, I mean like, duh, like you should be starting from the beginning all the way up here. And if you are more excited about this show, subscribe to our freaking Patreon. It starts off what, $5? Yes. You want more than certain levels. So, you know, join us. But before we get to, you know, the nitty gritty of our show, how was everyone's week? Starting off with the teacher on the panel. <laughs> oh, my week was a week. Let me tell you. It drained every last ounce of mental energy from my body, from my entire soul. Um. My students are fifth graders, so they graduate this year, and I've been working with another teacher on putting together their yearbook. And that sounds like a simple enough task, but 40 pages of, you know, spirit days and memories and student clubs, staff pictures, graduates. Oh, it's, ah! So, (laughs) yeah, that was that. That's my week. I was even up early this morning at like 7 a.m. still working on that shit. Like, I'm like, I'm done. What about the other soon-to-be teacher on the panel? Ooh. I won't be a teacher. I'm not going into teaching. She Love said, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to a policy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've set a policy for it. Um, I, it was a good week, actually. Things are starting to slow down at my regular job and our summers, other than beginning of June are kind of crazy but um so it's good we're just getting ready for some fun stuff for imagination library and that was good 
my coworker scared the shit out of me last night at my the liquor store. <laughs> so the short story, our liquor store is most likely haunted. And awesome. <laughs> but it is. And for the last like two weeks, out of the corner of my eye, when I'm in the back, there's the hallway that goes to where all of our wine is in the back cooler. And I swear I keep seeing this weird ass shadow. It looks like a black dog or something down there. And I told him about it. We were closing last night and he's like, I'm going to go count the safe. And I was like, okay, I'll just go around and shut off all the lights. Well, apparently he had the same idea. He came around the hallway, but he, and I told him about seeing the uh, ghost thing whatever it is and he apparently he was walking through the hallway he was doing this weird ass accent and it sounded like a little hispanic lady grandma talking and i couldn't understand what he was saying but i but i didn't know it was him at first because like i said it sounded like a little hispanic lady i was like i was like one of our customers what the fuck is going on right now it's midnight what <laughs> so i stand there and i keep hearing it coming and then the fucking back door opens and it's him scared the shit out of me and he was oh like oh, I'm just telling goodnight to the demons and i was like in a fucking accent like what the fuck is going on and he's like i wish you could see your face because it's really white right now and <laughs> i was like i'm gonna kill you this is gonna be payback so yeah other than that that was my week <laughs> how about the mama on the panel uh, it's just, you know, been another mom week. Kiddo had a field trip and held hands with a boy. She's We're eight, so him. I don't know how to feel about that. And yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, we're, we've only got seven session days left of, left of the year. So mm-hmm. everything's kind of quieting down and I have COVID. And, oh, yeah. damn. So damn. that's like, it's a week. Yeah. It's a week. Yes. Well, we will pray for your recovery. Well, I, I pray for your recovery. I hope you get well, which I know you're going to get well because you are vaccinated. That's what happens when you get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Get vaccinated and get boosted. Otherwise, it's going to be a hell of a lot worse than feeling like you have a fucking cold. Not just even, you won't be on that ventilator. You can't say shit. Mm-hmm. Can't say not a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my my bio father died of COVID. He wasn't vaccinated. So get vaccinated. Get your boosters. Say that again, Sarah, to the people in the back. Get vaccinated. Get your boosters. There you have it. <laughs> my week, everyone, was, it was busy. I am done with the semester. Woohoo! I just pray that my grade is good because I don't know because this professor is a very white man. And you know, with very white people, you know, sometimes they have a thing with black women in their classes, very boisterous. But I did well on my presentations. Let's just hope my test, because I'm not a great test taker. So let's just hope that I did well and I am not on academic pro because I only got two more classes to go in the name of Jesus. And my sister graduated. She graduated. That's awesome. And and on top of the certification in Christian ministry, she's an aunt, she got an honorary honorary doctorate at another yes, dr berry that's awesome dr hutchinson because she's married oh, she's married. oh dr. dr hutchinson i like i love that like, yeah i'm not gonna tell so many people uh like because there are people that are jealous of her <laughs> you like, know you know she's trying to keep it humble well yeah. we will brag for her okay mm-hmm. watch out for dr hutchinson yes i am you saw that hair, right? I'm just like, yeah. she was good. Yeah, she did. She didn't have on no heels, which I'm shocked. It's like, <laughs> it's hard. 
it's aggravating walking graduation is a graduate. long day you do not want to be yeah. out yeah. Graduation. you don't want to worry about tripping down the stairs mm -hmm. <laughs> listen some people couldn't even walk in their heels on stages one girl said i like your shoes i said she couldn't walk in them heels even sorry sometimes <laughs> laughing in the back i was just like she couldn't walk in her heels it was cheap too it was cheap shoes mm -hmm. you can cheap shoe listen but that's near and there so we're going to start with um elian that's how you say her name oh yes i love it elian <laughs> Puerto Ricans to know and Dominicans to know how to say certain names. Yes. He's like, please don't say it in English. I'm just like, okay. I'm like, Eliane. Like, <laughs> so Eliane, what you got us all drinking here? Oh, this week, you know, it's this weekend has been really hot in the Northeast. And so I wanted something refreshing. It's the berry lemon Prosecco. And it's basically muddled uh, berries. I use raspberries because y'all know I love me some raspberries. Uh, mm -hmm. Muddled with simple syrup and lemon juice. Pour it on the bottom of a glass. Put a shot of vodka in there. That's right. And fill the rest of that glass up with Prosecco. And it is lovely, refreshing. It's delicious. <sighs> it's <sound> nice. <laughs> no, y'all look like you're enjoying it. I'm just sitting there going... I'm sorry, Sarah. Oh, <laughs> you got the version though. You got the pink lemonade, so that's. Yeah, I do. I've got. I've got pink lemonade. You know the virgin, the virgin version of our last drink of the week. So, <laughs> but I'm saving this recipe so when I'm feeling better, I can try it because this is like that is totally a Sarah drink. <laughs> the throat still hurts. Bourbon and honey works really well. Ooh. I don't have no syrup in here. Like I told the ladies. I use my Simply Lemonade, my Simply Pink Lemonade, and a little bit of the Apple Martini that I had left in the last couple of um, Shot and Chases that I've been using. That thing came in handy for $1.75. Hey. And I want <laughs> to be the one, whoever has it. I think the next drink of the week may be me. But y'all know, y'all going to be having wine because I don't do nothing. <laughs> wine is always good. <laughs> wine is always good. <laughs> Oh, well, I hope, uh, listeners, that you get this recipe. If you want the mocktail, there's a mocktail version. And just kind of sit and sip with us. And now we're going to get started with our Shot and Chaser segment. Each guest, I'm sorry, each guest. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> Motherfucker, we are hosts. This is our motherfucking show, okay? We running this shit. We run this shit. <laughs> so each motherfucking host, okay, on this <laughs> show brings a topic that the other hosts don't know about or you know we don't know what each other is going to talk about so shot is the surprise topic and the chaser is our reaction today we start off with katie what do you have for us this week um kind of goes well with the hot and humid theme that we have going on in this part of the country um Sports Illustrated drops their swimsuit edition. There's two people I'm not going to mention because, well, fuck them. I don't know why they were there. But the two I do want to mention, starting with Yumi Nu, who first plus size model to be one on the cover ever. She was in the issue last year, but she wasn't on the cover. And uh, well, and then there's Sierra as well. And she's fucking gorgeous in it. But I want to focus more on Yumi Nu because every fucking brocheless steroid using motherfucking white male out there that cannot handle a thick ass woman got up all in their fifis about having a big woman in 
Nasa, she looks absolutely gorgeous. I bought a bikini to go to St. Thomas later this November. And I was like, if I could look as good as she did in that bikini, I'm winning <laughs> the day because damn. Um, but yeah, so they got all up in their feelings about how this is just destroying the country and, you know, body it's showing an obese woman. And I'm like, bitch, please, she could probably outrun you day and night. <laughs> You're sitting in your basement yeah. of your mother's house <laughs> bitching about ooh, it. Ooh. Get them. Get them. Yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous. Listen, gorgeous. Say, I, I mean, you know what that is, right? You, jealousy. You realize, well, besides jealousy, that. it's the fact that they are so scared that their tiny little penis is never going to reach that because she is so thick and delicious and beautiful. And just there is a lot of her and their little teeny tiny peen ain't going to mm-hmm. make it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they ever stood a her. chance with her anyway. Right? <laughs> and that's even that. I mean, you know, as a person of the fit girl crew, because if y'all see my Instagram pics and my pics at the gym, I am curved out. Um, she looks fabulous. She and looks. The one piece. I can't do the one piece. I still got some little back fat that I'm still working on. But, you know, like she looks amazing. Her mm-hmm. hair looks nice. She Her skin is flawless. It's moisturized. Let's mm-hmm. look this out right there. Those same ones that's talking shit. They're not moisturized. They're probably ugly and fat. Who's to say this? Those are their profile pics from like 2014. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. You know you're not cute. You know you're mm-hmm. not cute. So they need to stop. Like I said, they little small dicks, like Eliane said, their little small dicks can't get in because she'll eat their dick up. And who's to say if they get hard, their thing is like, like <laughs> a half, like minus my pinky nail. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to burst their little brochalist, white boy, fragile, small penis energy thing they got going on, but that's what your average woman looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's why they're that's, scared. It, that's yeah. in-cell energy right there. Mm-hmm. That is in-cell yes. energy right there. Yeah, because they had not a single word about the other. Well, I actually did see some negative stuff out here, and mm-hmm. of course, because she... She got a butt like does not stop. I've seen that in person. My God, it's gorgeous. She walked to my office one day. Morgan, and I'm like, yeah. Mom said to me later, he's like, well, there's no doubt you're a lesbian. She was yeah. It's like, like, you had no eyes for Russell Wilson. But she, she's like, everyone else was looking at Russell Wilson here. Oh, wait, girl, you saw Russell too? She ain't even mentioned that. She's like, who? Russell who? They were trying to buy a baseball team in Portland and our real organization was handling it so she because she was trying to be a straight up business owner sports owner she still wants to hopefully but yeah yeah. i don't know i i I like what they're doing with these covers because like i know that like when a lot of us were growing up the standard was like these slim sinewy like models on all the covers and it was like it was making like this unrealistic ideal it was creating this unrealistic ideal in our heads yeah. of what we were supposed to look like. And so I'm glad that, you know, sports illustrated Vogue, a lot of these other, a lot of these other magazines and publications are actually starting to post, you know, normal quote, normal looking women on yeah. the covers, exactly. you know, because it's, it's reality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm all for it. Me too. They can all fuck off. Yeah, I mean, they used to call Cindy Crawford ugly because she had thick thighs and a booty that didn't She's, stop. And she was always gorgeous. gorgeous. Like, yeah, she still is. She yeah. still is. She's a gilf. Yep. 
A, A O. I mean, true. Shante, what you got for this week for us? Well, of course, I'm going to veer in a different direction, but this is like a message within the direction. Yeah, I know I'm a politics girl. No, I'm not a political scientist. Never will be. Never went to school for it. I'm a business head, always and will be, especially a nonprofiter. But yeah, I know the results from the Pennsylvania election. They said the person that was projected to win ended up winning. And, you know, the results is what it is. Yes, Pennsylvania is a neighboring state of most of the cast here. I mean, excuse me, most of the co-hosts here on this podcast. However, that being said, results with results, you move on. But those who are still upset, because I know folks from different camps, one is throwing it in people's face while the other two are upset and some still fighting with each other. Here's the thing. People went and vote for that man. They voted for that man because he's tied with the current governor and the current governor of Pennsylvania is popular. Those who wanted Mr. Lamb and even Malcolm King out of the win did not happen. It didn't happen. So like Elsa said from Frozen, let it go, let it go. Here you stand, let the storm rage on. We got more shit to do. We literally got more shit to do. We got more races to win. There's more Senate races. We gotta defend the house. Everybody talking about Republicans will take the house. We can't let that happen because we can't let Auntie Nancy be the minority leader and have a, a possible Marjorie Taylor Greene or a Lauren Boebert to be the house speaker. No, we need Auntie Nancy up in that bitch, okay? We need her to be running shit. And Hakeem Jeffries is doing an awesome job, which the two senators who are caucus chairs in the Senate need to take notes from him and get other people elected and stop, one stop tweeting about the president needs to, you know, do something with a stroke of a pen. We can't say <clears throat> cough names, but you know, like I said, Stop motherfucking fighting with each other. Let the shit go. Connor Lamb is not mad. Malcolm Kiana is not mad. They congratulated Fetterman. Get the fuck over it. You know, get dicked down. Most of y'all got spouses. Get some dick, get some pussy, get whatever you can get and stop fucking fighting. It's not that deep. It's not. I have to keep myself no. muted because I was dying laughing. <laughs> through that entire time you quoted elsa <laughs> elsa said let it go I, I, I admit i was like i was really pissed off at the results just because like it shouldn't have been surprising that so many people were gonna vote for a white dude that went vigilante and chased down an unarmed black man it shouldn't surprise me but it pissed me the fuck off and yes i'm still pissed but at the same time even a vote for even voting for him is better than any of the GOP. It's harm reduction. Yeah. It's plain and simple. You can be pissed off about Fed Fetterman winning fine, but you still vote for him because if it's not him, it's going to be a Republican. It's going to be someone 100 times worse. Absolutely. And you know what? Follow the lead of the heads of our party. Okay. POTUS came out. And congratulate, you know, put out a statement congratulating John Fetterman for winning the primary. Um, Hillary Clinton put out a statement congratulating him and, and you know, endorsing. Because at this point now, okay, the primary's over. 
And now we've got bigger fish to fry. And like Sarah said, it's harm reduction. You still better get your fucking ass up out of your fucking seat and go vote. Okay. You need to make sure that you vote Democrat because what are you going to do? Vote for Dr. Oz or whatever one of these other fucking crackpots are, (laughs) you know, winning the Republican primary? No, this is this is not the time for that shit. If you guys haven't noticed, there's some real fucking shit going on in this country. Mm-hmm. Women are losing their right to reproductive freedom, reproductive choice. Okay. They are coming for everything. They're coming for interracial marriage. They are coming for gay marriage. They are coming for everything that we have fought for. Coming for black people. They are mm-hmm. coming for, you know what though? They're coming they for voting they've always, rights. They've always been coming for black people. Okay, Mm -hmm. and they're going to continue doing that until they see them eradicated because they are so fucking holding on to that last fiery little ember of fucking white supremacy that is going to be extinguished because motherfuckers, we are not going to be the minority for much longer. You are. And you better just fucking deal with it. And you better get out there, fucking vote. Because if you think for a moment that just because you're white, but also part of a marginalized community, that they're not going to come for you too, after they're done with the rest of us, they're going to come for you too. So fucking fucking vote. Yeah. And it's like, you know, if, if they think that minorities are treated equally, then why the fuck are they so worried about it? Yeah. Yeah. And to add on to that, because I live in a state that, yeah, we had some screwed up people running in the past in our party and it didn't work so well. Um, but in a, the minute Charles Booker won, I started to people post, well, don't give to this party. Don't give to him. Don't give to him. There's more important money to spend that on. I'm sorry. I find that fucking voter suppression. You don't live in this fucking state. You don't have to deal with the shit that we do in this fucking state. So to tell me as a Democrat from another fucking Democrat that I shouldn't be giving money to him, no, fuck you for that. Because this guy has a help. Does he have a long chance to go? Yes, he does. Because it's a very difficult state to win in. But to start telling people that they shouldn't be given money or vote for this person because they're not the same person that Amy McGrath was. I'm sorry. She was a shitty, shitty candidate. Charles Brooke is a hell of a lot. Sorry, I've been holding this in. And I, <laughs> but well, let it out. Yeah. Well, that, and that, she was trying to take on Mitch McConnell. Yeah, exactly. She tried, as somebody once said, it's like when they were trying to compare a a light Republican to another Republican, and that's what she she was. She was a light Republican, and she based herself, I'm, my name isn't Mitch McConnell, is basically what her campaign ran on. She never had any substance. Charles Brooker has a hell of a lot of substance. He runs for Black women. He runs for police brutality in the state for reducing it. He runs for my demographic of LGBT. He runs for getting jobs into this damn state. She ran on nothing. And to say that he is the same as she is is bullshit because you do not know anything about. Was he my first choice to run? No, but he's what we have. And I did vote for him in the primary, but because we didn't, the others would have no chance either. He has a chance against Paul Rand. It's a long shot. And yeah, I'm not naive to know that it's not, not going to happen, but that's what it is. It's a long shot. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even take it over. <laughs> no, so, I appreciate that, Katie, for real. We like to see Katie go off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I want to hear Sarah go off too. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... 
Um, I decided that um, I was going to bring up something in honor of Lauren Ashley because I know she covers the arts and everything a lot. <laughs> and I saw this, uh, I saw this last week, but then another, the SIDS research came out and I wanted to put that out there. So this week I'm doing what I originally wanted to do. This is for Lauren Ashley, who is taking a little bit of time off to get a breather. But, and I'm gonna, I am gonna be sharing here so everybody can hear, but um, if you look at the Twitter, if you look at the Twitter account, HBCU Buzz, um, the first graduating class of Howard University's Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts graduated last week. And his wife um, left them a sweet message and I'm going to share the audio here. Hold on just a second. All right, so I think they, they've got the volume down really, really low on it. Um, so you can barely hear her, but basically she's talking about how proud she is of the graduating class, you know, her husband with being named after her husband and, you know, just that there's gonna be this new generation of artists and everything coming up under his name and honoring him. And it's just, it's really awesome. But it was, they posted it up on May 9th and the handle is at HBCU Buzz. And um, the tweet itself says, the memory of Chadwick A. Bozeman will live forever. His wife, Simone, shared a sweet message for the first graduating, graduating class of Howard University's Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. They have no choice but to be great standing on the shoulders of such a giant. I love Chadwick Bozeman. Oh, we need to post that to our socials, that video, so the listeners can, can see mm -hmm. it. I, I love that. Um, he's actually, um, there's a organization here in New York called the Schomburg Institute, and they provide arts um, education to community students. And Chadwick Bozeman used to volunteer as, an, as a drama teacher um, in that institute. And so for many years, unknowingly, like, because we didn't really hear about this in the mainstream. Um, students would walk into a drama class and fucking Chadwick Bozeman would be their professor for that class. Um, so last year, um, so every year the Schomburg Institute does what they call a Shomcom. Um, and last year it was dedicated to him. They did it virtually because of COVID and everything, but it's, it's just a beautiful thing because you know, his main, one of his big pushes was to bring the arts to the Black community and to Black students. And so that art could be so much more accessible to everyone, not just a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. and so that's really lovely to see that, that his school at Howard has its first graduating class. I, I love that. Me too. And let's keep in that. mind, that's his alma mater too. So like, along with our vice president. So it, it's, it's good to see. And if, you know, he was alive, he would still be the same old guy, you know, just doing what he loves to do. 
He does. We lost him way too soon. We did. We really did. Fucking cancer. Okay. Fuck cancer. Okay, test it, Fuck please. Cancer. Please. Colon cancer, especially, is a scary one. Push for the colonoscopies. <laughs> especially in Black men of his age and women, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, thank you for this time. That was thank you. Well, that was really good, Sarah. It was. I miss him, you know? Mm-hmm. No more Black Panther. Um, I know. It's, it's going to be weird without him. Um, Ah, oh, I'm sorry. That just <laughs> for a loop. It's and bittersweet. It, it is it bittersweet. And I think that's actually kind of a good uh, segue into my shot this week. We've we've had a, a few weeks in a row that things have been really tough. Um, that we're experiencing a lot of scary things in our world and very stressful things. And so I wanted to focus on something that is really important, but that we don't focus on enough. And that's self-care. Yes. You know, I I really wanna do a better job of incorporating self-care into my maybe weekly routine, monthly routine. I feel like I don't do it enough. I do try, you know, I, I go get my nails done and mm-hmm. I hang out with my nail tech and we drink mimosas together and we shoot the shit <laughs> and we have a great time. And, and I love that those two hours that I'm there with, with, with my girl and she's doing my nails and we're just bullshitting. That's a nice like getaway time for me. Sometimes I go get a facial or something, but I don't think it's, I've been doing it enough. And I think as, as, as a society, as, a, as women, we don't do that enough. We're always taking care of other people. We're always making sure that all the various groups that we're in relationships with, that they're, they're taken care of. But what do we do for ourselves? So I wanted to open it up to you ladies. What, what, what is your favorite way to practice self-care? I know for myself, I I love getting, I like to get my nails done like you, Ilya, my feet done. Got to get them dogs done. And um, I like to get my hair done. Like right now, I'm so mad because I didn't have time to take out my hair, let my hair breathe, which I'm going to let my hair breathe for a couple of days. I'm going to get that shit right back in because you know it's going to get hot. And I hate when my hair is frizzy because I have four B, four C hair. So, you know, doing that shit every day is a pain in the ass. And I like to get my hair done, but I want to do more. I, I do find myself like being busy. And then, you know, since my sister's still recovering from being really sick from 2020, she didn't have COVID, but she had another critical surgery. And so it's like, it's on my parents and it's on me and it's on my other sister. And, you know, we try our best. So like my eldest sister and her husband, they do self-care, but I don't really get to self do self-care, especially like being in and out of jobs. So I would like to do more self-care. Like I would like to go away. But I don't like to travel with so many people because some people you can't travel with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you go ever? Uh, I'm sorry. Go. So go ahead. <laughs> go, Katie. Go. I was to say that um, for me, the same thing is getting. I love to get pedicures. I know I used to get manicures a lot too, but between painting, working at a liquor store, that I use my hands a lot in both those things, and they just get destroyed. So I was like, I'll stick on my feet, and I love those. <laughs> yeah, but I've 
same thing. I was thinking that the other day, actually a girl came into the store and she was wearing a self-care isn't selfish shirt. Mm-hmm. And I started talking to her about that. And I was like, you know what? That is a very good point. Cause a lot of people think, well, you know, you shouldn't, you know, stupid spend money on yourself when you have other things, but you know, sometimes you just got to say, fuck it. Like the other day I was looking for swimsuits and I was like, I'm not happy with my body right now. No, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy this really cute bikini. I'm going to St. Thomas in November with my family. And I was like, I'm like, I'm going to wear it. You know, this is self-care to me. It's like, you know, I'm trying to get more body positive. And um, it's funny because there's a Sam Smith song out right now that talks about that. It's like looking in the mirror. It's like, how often do you look in the mirror and you hate yourself? It's like, that needs to change. And I was like, you know what that is? That's a very good point. And it ties in actually with the Mary J. Blige song that says, wake up in the morning, stand in that mirror and say, good morning, gorgeous. And I was, and I've started to do that. And it actually, I've noticed myself in the mornings that I remember to do it. So it's like, you know, I feel a little bit better about myself. But little things like that, that reminding yourself that you are important too. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm like anybody that's looked at my timeline knows that I'm like big on the self-care thing because <laughs> I'm like every week I'm doing my nails, I'm doing my face mask, I'm doing my pedicures, you know, doing hair treatments like every week. And like when I, when I, and I do them all at home, you know, because I'm a mom, I don't have the time or the money really to go out to an actual nail tech. So I do my own, you know, and yeah, I need their glue ons, whatever, but it gives me time just to like, pretty myself up. And like when I'm switching out meals or whatever, I sit down, I'll read a book, drink some wine while I'm soaking them off, getting ready to put the new ones on, you know? So I, I, I do things like that. And, you know, like I'll, I'll also take some time to like journal, like when I start, cause I have anxiety and panic disorder. So self-care is like a big part of my management of my disorders. And so when I start feeling overwhelmed, I also do journaling just to get it all out. Like just Blah, just belch it all out and get it out on paper so it's not inside my head anymore. Um, so that's, you know, I do that sometimes too. So it's like, it's, I wasn't getting self-care before that. So I love that you brought this up, Elian, because if you're not getting that self-care, you will drive yourself bonkers. Like right. it is harmful to not take care of yourself and get that self-care in. My aunt always says, put your oxygen mask on first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. How is she saying in Spanish? Ponte la mascara de oxígeno primera. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That sounds okay. nice. It does. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and, you know, this is just a reminder to everyone out there, whether you're a woman, a man, non-binary, Take care of yourself because this is a really stressful, wicked world. And I don't remember who said it, but yeah, self-care is not selfish. Yes. Not selfish. And yeah, I just, I want us to focus more on that because we're, we're beautiful souls and we deserve to be taken care of and no one's going to take care of you as well as you're going to take care of yourself. And don't forget to moisturize. And vote. And vote. And vote. <laughs> <laughs> self-care right there. <laughs> so we're going to go. Thank you guys for this really nice shot and chaser 
some really good topics. Nice. I, I, I love my girls. And Katie's going to move us along to the next segment now. Yeah. So we've got coming up next is our bitch ass and badass of the week, where we pick the worst of the worst of that week, put it out on a poll, and y'all vote. And also for our badasses, who are the best of the best, because thank God for them, because they most often counter rock our bitch asses out there. So that's always good to have. So let's get ready and introduce those for us. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to be introducing this week's uh, nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week. We had some we had some really good ones this week. I mean, like good in the worst possible way. It was like a <laughs> like in the worst possible way. Vote. Yeah, it was hard. It was another difficult one. Um, oh, my, my battery is about to go down. I need to plug my computer in really quick before I lose y'all. This is how the sausage gets made. Exactly. <laughs> so this week's nominees for bitch ass are uh, the House GOP for unanimously voting against funding for formula during the formula shortage, fuckers. Tucker Carlson for spreading the great replacement theory bullshit on Fox News, fucker. AOC for spreading anti-Semitic views online, fucker. Ben Collins for floating the theory that the Buffalo white supremacist murderer killed 10 black people because of a fucking toothache. Major fucker. <laughs> and it was actually close. It was really close. We had um, coming in, I will give the runners up first. Okay, so coming in at 26% was Tucker Carlson. First runner up, 31% House GOP and the winner, or a loser, the bitch ass of the week is Ben fucking Collins. Fucking well, because two things do not cause fucking racism and white supremacy. Oh, let me just oh let let me just um add an honorary bitch ass person. Some of y'all watched her on um MSNBC for mm. Nicole Wallace. If you listening out there, how the fuck you gonna say this great thread? And I took the screenshot, y'all know I took the screenshot and everybody was lighting that motherfucking ass. So I said, and I quoted, this is why I don't hardly trust you. I hardly trust you. I don't think you a bad person. I hardly trust you. And since she got all that smoke, she deleted that shit and I still got the screenshot. So it will always be remembered. Don't fucking do that shit. And you got black people that come on your motherfucking show for two motherfucking hours that you got. Okay. How are you going to have the Reverend Al Sharpton on your show and retweet that bullshit? Right. Because she doesn't give a fuck. Nope. Because she does not give a fuck. No. She, she doesn't care about black people. Nicole Wallace clearly does not care about black people. No, she has, before, she'll never apologize for her role in the Bush and, administration. And, and, and never will. And oh, and but I don't she still want, tries to defend it. And I don't want to keep. <laughs> People too long. But um GOP voting against baby formula shortages, 192. Oh, pro-life until they're born. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that part. 192, because I know she's pro-life, but we're gonna let babies starve. Yep. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, pro-life until you're out of the womb. And then fuck you. We don't care unless you're white. Yeah. No, they don't even care if the babies is white. They don't care. You're right. You're right. They really don't. They don't give a fuck. If it's, like, if it's a male, they might care. <laughs> they, don't, they don't care, period. They don't care. And then for Sarah on 
ABC this week to say, well, the FDA knew about that. So this is the administration for bitch, fuck you. You work for Jeff Sessions, whole racist ass. Bitch, fuck you. Yes, mm-hmm. I don't want to call no woman no bitch, but bitch, fuck you. Sorry, and on that, you know, and like, and also honorary bitch ass mention is all of these people on there will just breastfeed. It doesn't work like that. Your titties are not faucets. Sorry for clapping, Myron. <laughs> Say that again, Sarah. I said your titties are not faucets. They don't just go on and off based on whether you're feeding your baby formula or not. There's a reason these babies are on formula. Because a lot of these women, like my mother couldn't breastfeed, okay? My mother couldn't breastfeed. My mother was sick every time when she had a kid because my mother has anemia. And she had it really bad from the 70s and the 80s. So she was happy to get that fucking formula. And she got WIC too, you know, because she was on maternity leave. And she got wick. She didn't. And the reason why she got wick, because the other lady was like, how all these other women get wick? And just because you work for a corporate job, no, you get wick too. Like you're going to get wick too. And she got the wick. She she didn't get it with my elder sister at first. But my mom, but the lady was like, no, you haven't, you, you got kids and you live in Harlem. Like, no, you get that. You need to get that wick ASAP. And when my other sister and I, like my sister Kim, and then me, my mother got that wick. So my mother couldn't breastfeed. So there you go, Sarah. You're absolutely right. Fuck these men, these fucking mostly white men who think mm-hmm. it's okay to tell women what to do with their bodies because breastfeeding isn't always an option. Mm-mm. Breastfeeding isn't an easy option. Mm-mm. And you shouldn't and have it's to not wonder free. where the fuck you're going to get food to feed your fucking baby. Exactly. And, and it's not free. The best country in the world, America. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. And what what gets me too is some women saying the same thing. And I'm like, okay, you clearly have never had a baby. Nope. Because that's not something you would say. One, you know, it's like, you should know breast milk just doesn't come in and out. Number two, for all the people saying that it's free. No, it's not because you have to make sure mom is getting proper nutrition and rest and hydration and everything else, or she's not going to produce milk. Right. And unless she's going to be there all day long and not have a job, then you also have to pay for really expensive fucking breast pumps and the bottles and the, the pads for your nipples and all actually, that other shit. Actually, breast pumps are free because of the ACA. Your insurance you, provides Obama. breast. Yes, thanks, Obama. Thank you, Obama. Yes, you get Thank free you. breast pumps. I'm gonna make him an honorary badass this week as mm-hmm. I want to be badass of the week. Thanks. Um, because we could have spent a lot of fucking time <laughs> on those nominees. Those nominees for bitch ass were just really hard to choose from. It was a close election. Close mm-hmm. election. Okay. All right. So now moving on to badass of the week. The, the ones who we felt did the best of the best. And our nominees are President Biden for invoking the Defense Production Act to produce more baby formula. Look at that. We're fucking pro-choice, but we also care about people who are living. What a, what a concept. Um, the next nominee is forever uh, queen, Hillary Rodham. Sorry, Hillary Diane, sorry, 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 sorry. Madam Secretary Hillary Diane Rodham motherfucking Clinton 
for receiving her honorary doctorate from Columbia University and her speech telling graduates that they have to go out there and protect democracy. Next nominee really was a that touched me because it's a, it's personal. I, I understand what she's gone through because I've gone through it as well. And it's Representative Lucy McBath, who was really open and raw and vulnerable in sharing her experience with miscarriage and stillbirth in the House Judiciary Committee meeting. And finally, New York Governor Kathy Hochul for issuing executive orders to strengthen New York's red flag law and creating uh, new units to target online extremism. And our winners are, well, I'll go from bottom to top. So with 9% was Governor Kathy Hochul, with 27% was President Biden, 29% Hillary Clinton, and winning the badass of the week with 35% was Representative Lucy McBath, who I thank so very much for being open and sharing her experiences. What do you guys think? It was powerful. It was, it was. I listened to it and I was in tears listening to it because one, for those that don't remember, she lost her damn son to gun violence. So yeah. she finally had a child and white supremacy fucking took him. Yep. But, you know, she. I love her answers, like her response, like, where would I be arrested for losing any of these kids? I had a miscarriage and then a stillbirth. Like where in that should I have been arrested? And how are you going to deny me the drugs to help me heal from these occurrences that, mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it was powerful. And I think it related to a lot of women in this country that have gone through that. And I hope mm -hmm. a lot of women are paying attention. Those that haven't voted correctly in the past, they pucking attention because they are coming for you next. Mm -hmm. that all those that and I know a few that have used abortion as their own term of birth control that's their choice fine because they have that right but to think that you're not going to get arrested for it the next time you want to have a baby and decide eh, no I don't or the five miscarriages that you've also have had yeah they're going to come for you bitch I'm sorry mm -hmm. you're not safe in this country anymore at all no <laughs> no you know, when you, especially, you know, if I don't know if you guys saw, you know, what happened with Oklahoma with the law that they passed. Um, my, my cousin lives in Oklahoma. Um, I'm going to look it up, but they, they signed a pretty strict abortion law that pretty much bans almost all abortions, including medically required abortions to, you know, it's, it's strict. Abortion yeah. Written. Yeah. And it's I know. white women know. need to smarten the fuck up. Mm -hmm. You know, stop, yeah. stop voting for, stop voting for a party that is going to harm you or want to kill people that you love. Stop it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> it's heavy. I'm, I'm at a loss because as I've shared with you all before, I've gone through two of those types of pregnancies that without anything to do with me, not having anything to do with me, I didn't cause it. And even if I tried to cause it, so the fuck what? Yeah. But I didn't cause it, right? And 
I could have been arrested for that shit or I could have been denied the treatment so that I wouldn't die. It sits with me because after they've gone through all of us, after they've, if they succeed in their goal to, to kill all black people off in this country, because you know, that's what they want to do. That's the truth. Yeah. And then they're going to move on to people of color and then they're going to move on to who? Who do you think they're going to move on to next? White yeah. women. Who the fuck are they going to move on to next? You can't produce I'm- like me. They're going to kill me because they're not going to see any fucking use out of me. That- <laughs> for, you know, and for women that are no longer of childbearing age. Yeah. It's just, I dare thee. I dare those white men with small dicks to come for me. They will have a bad day, a very bad day. But on that note, we're entering on a somber note. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Unapologetically Cheap. And once again, if you want more, you want more, want to come back? You know, you can always find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I forgot all the other dance. Oh, TikTok. You better go to my TikTok. We're, we're, we are on all the socials. We're, we're everywhere. God damn it. We're everywhere. Oh, shit. I'm having a break. We're everywhere. And I'm not even, oh, I'm not having a senior moment. But we're everywhere. We're everywhere. And if you want more exclusive content, just subscribe to our Patreon. Starts at $5. And then just go further up and further up. So thank you all. Stay blessed. Stay hydrated. Stay safe because the old white men with small penises is coming for us. So stay safe. Thank you. And vote. 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 (laughs) So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.